Welcome back to Radio Entrepreneurs. I'm producer Nathan Gobes, filling in for Jeffrey Davis this morning. I want to thank all our listeners and viewers for joining us. We've had uh, over 8,000 guests on the show and counting. And this is a segment uh, in partnership with FEI Boston Financial Executives International, which means my co-host is the one and only Evan Macedo of Sapers and Wallach. Welcome, Evan. Thank you, Nathan. It is always a pleasure to be here. I love all the entrepreneur stories we do, and uh, we just have another guest here. <laughs> Not just any other guest, though. We have uh, Connie Wright, partner at uh, Citrin Cooperman. Welcome, Connie. Hi, glad to be here. It's a Thanks. pleasure to have you here. And Nathan, she's just not a partner at uh, Citroen Cooperman. Citroen Cooperman is also a partner of FEI. Uh, right. So uh, I just wanted to hear from you, Connie, how FEI is going and what, uh, how the partnership has been. So I have known FEI in one shape or the other for almost 20 years, and I love the partnership. Um it's been able to allow me to interact with FEI members and do some networking, both to their benefit and to my benefit. And they have great programs. If you haven't participated or gone to any of the speaker programs, um, I highly recommend it. There's some, some great topics being discussed. Um, I'm a raving fan of FEI, if you can't tell. And if uh, you can't tell by my logo up here, I'm also a fan, and I we also get a lot out of it at Sapers and Wallach as well. Now, uh, now, Connie, for our listeners out there that maybe are not familiar with uh, Citroen Cooperman, can you kind of give a quick, uh, brief overview of what you guys do? So, um, the firm is a full-service public accounting firm, so audits, tax, and, and a variety of consulting. Um, and we are a national firm and have uh, an international partnership, but we have offices throughout the country. So um, it's an up and coming firm. Uh, about five years ago, it was not a national firm. So it's been growing uh, by both organically and by acquisition. So it's been a lot of fun to be part of them. Um, Great. And then I head up a service group for them. Yeah, I heard that you started your role last December, uh, or December of last year, excuse me. Yeah. I'm wondering how that's going and, and what your focuses are for 2021. Sure. So um, not a stranger to uh, providing this service, outsource accounting and finance to companies, but I joined Citric Hibbert in, in December, and I have to say it's been a blast. It's a, a great collegial, collaborative group of people. Um, and while I'm responsible for the New England practice, um, we're doing work and I have clients all over the country. A lot of them are startups and emerging and, uh, some of them were their entire back office. Others, we are fractional doing special projects and other work. Um, and I like to say I'm a recovering CPA. I've spent most of my life either in public accounting or consulting, um, doing this sort of work. And I, uh, I hear you, you know, you have clients all over the country, uh, which is great to hear that your business is growing. I want to hear a little bit more detail on what actually makes an ideal client for you. Like, where do you find a client and you're like, wow, I really, I really can help them out. Yeah. So our clients, a lot of them are startups and emerging. And so in a startup and emerging environment, 
uh, they don't need a back office 24-7, but they need the talent of a CFO. Um, it could be a capital raise or just a strategy of, of uh, cash flow and burn um, to uh, larger companies that have a back office, but there's a skill set missing. Um, we do special accounting and finance projects. So I get to do a lot of vicarious living with my clients. And a lot of them are have a problem they want solved. And of course, it's fun to get in there. But others are simply saying, I know something's missing. And we can go in and give them a quick uh, assessment and determine that maybe they're not using technology to its fullest. Um, they could be more streamlined. They might have vulnerabilities or they just aren't getting the kind of uh, management information to run the firm that they need. Um, they might not know uh, what if their products, you know, what, what are their margins on their products and, and, and what's, what's selling and what isn't. So it, it's so multifaceted. Um, I have a couple of fun clients, cryptocurrency, if you want to go dumpster diving with me and learn all about that. Um, and then I have plain vanilla manufacturing, uh, solid, uh, been around for 20, 30 years, yet they know they want to be strategic. Mm -hmm. In, in Connie, uh, I realized that the dumpster diving comment, that's, that's pretty funny. Um, well, what would you say are some of the, the, the top, you know, one to three uh, challenges that you keep finding your clients are running into again and again? Um, so they're not getting their financials in a timely fashion. Um, and that usually means they're either not using technology or they haven't streamlined how they are processing information. And so therefore, you know, it's 15 working days after the month end close and, and they still don't have information. Um, they aren't getting the strategic information they need. So they really don't, they, they have by gut an understanding of their business, they haven't validated their gut. And sometimes when we present the numbers to them, we are showing them information that they didn't know. Other times we're validating. Um, some of our clients, we're doing M&A prep for them. So we're getting them ready for acquisition. And it's really good to do this exercise well in advance of when you want to get acquired, um, as opposed to at that moment. But we can help them understand what are the key um, levers in their business and, and what they want to focus on. And then how to effectively describe the things that might not be going so great, but aren't necessarily bad components of their business. But I like to say, answer more questions than you ask when you present information. So is that helpful? Yeah, yeah I, I, you're, you're going into some of the, the aspects of uh, our next question for you, which is, you know, what are, do you have any advice for listeners that are considering bringing in a outsourced CFO, you know, some things that you wish uh, that uh, businesses might know before going into this uh, common misconceptions, anything like that? Well, I'll start with the common misconceptions and um, it's actually cheaper to have somebody on a fractional basis than a full-time basis. And particularly when you are at a certain size, 
you may think you don't need that talent, but I have found that um, CFOs, and, and this is a plug for FEI, which has a lot of CFOs in its organization, are, are worth their weight in gold. Um, a, a CFO can improve your back office, provide you with strategic management information, and uh, they also are, are an individual that can uh, evaluate risk. Um, companies have risk by the nature of their business they're in and how they've built their business. So I, I say it's by definition and by design. And if you haven't taken a look at what that risk is, you could be caught really flat-footed. Uh, lately, we've seen the huge increase in cybersecurity uh, risk and hackers. And there's some really easy things you can do. And the CFO can help you identify that, get you the right experts, and prevent that. They're going to help you manage your cash. They're going to help you make, I always say, every decision you make has an equal and opposite uh, impact. So if you make an active decision, you may have inadvertently made a passive decision you were unaware of. The CFO can help you understand. They can sit down and work with you on a budget and talk about what your goals are and then help you keep to that and target it or have a, the adult conversation, time to pivot. Um, we need to move away from there. So I, I just, I, there's so much value in having that skill set and talent available to you. Mm. Well, that is, uh, that's fantastic. I know we're getting to the end of our time for our show over here. Connie, you have been a phenomenal guest. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, for anybody out there who's listening, if they want to get in touch with you, they want to ask you questions to see if you are, you are a right fit for them, how would they contact you? Well, um, my name is on our, our website, so citroncooperman.com, um, but it's really easy nomenclature email. C, as in my first letter, Connie, and write, W-R-I-G-H-T, at citroncooperman.com. Um, and I'm on LinkedIn. Um, I am on the FEI membership, so if you're an FEI member, um, and uh I think that that should cover it. <laughs> Great. And uh, of course, Evan, if uh, people want to get in touch with you, find, find out more about Safe as in Wallach or FEI Boston, what are the best ways to reach you? Uh, well, that's really easy. So if you want to get in touch with me at Sapers and Wallach, uh, you can just go to sapers-wallach.com and just go right to our contact page. You'll find myself and all, the, all, all of our other advisors we are a boutique financial advisory and employee benefits firm in the heart of Newton, Mass. And I know that we'd love to help you guys out and anybody else that, uh, that needs some of our services. Uh, additionally, uh, since this is an FEI segment, FEI is a premier uh, financial senior financial executive um, organization in Boston. Uh, as Connie was mentioning earlier, there's fantastic networking events and really good chance to kind of increase your knowledge in your field as well as meet some fantastic people. So you can check us out at feiboston.org. Uh, you can see the list of events and how to contact us and how to become a member. Thank you. Thank you, thank Evan. You. And, and, and thank you, Connie, for, for joining us on the show. We hope you'll come back in the future to give us updates. This is a lot of fun. Thank you so much. Thanks. I want to remind everyone, this is Radio Entrepreneurs.